Welcome to the podcast from the Temple. I'm Rabbi Peter Berg. And I'm Rabbi Lauren Filson Lapidus. This episode is brought to you by the Temple, Atlanta's oldest and youngest synagogue. There are a lot of things that are very unusual about our setup. First of all, I'm not drinking coffee. Neither am I. You drank it in the last meeting, so. You know, surprisingly, I know this is going to be a shocker, that was tea. I know. I don't. I, just, I thought you can't drink tea. Once in a while. What? Yeah, I just I was in, I, I like had had it. It's like enough already. Like you know, sometimes you just have to shake Who it. Who are up. you? And what have you done I with know. Rabbi Peter? I I'm, know. I'm just. I'm horrified. This is like the last time when you told me that you don't like ketchup. But, and, well, here's what I don't know. I don't know whether Thai tea Thai tea is caffeinated or not. Chai tea. Chai tea. What did I say? Thai. Chai tea is caffeinated. Yeah, or say not. that three times fast. Um, is it? I don't know. It is. Oh, oh. okay. Good. Great. Um, <laughs> Here we are then. So, I mean, I was Should shocked. Be a good, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be great. Um, so I was already shocked about um, how neither of us is drinking coffee. But then um, do you want to share what is making noise? Uh, yeah, I have one of our dogs on my lap today, Ollie. He uh, likes to come to work, you know, maybe once every two months or so. It's been a while, uh, but he loves it here. This is like Disneyland for him. I know. Ollie is currently sniffing around the entire podcast studio. I am not a dog person, but Ollie and I have become great friends, haven't we, buddy? Uh, There is a picture on uh, both Rabbi Berg's and my Instagrams, if you would like to see Ollie in all of his cuteness. I have to say, I'm really impressed. Your dog does not smell, is not too big, um, doesn't drool. And has not tried to lick my face. He's a good dog. Yeah. I mean, if I were ever to have to buy an animal, I think I could get on board with that. Yeah. Well, but he, I don't want to pick up poop. He, he yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you, he loves it here. He run, He comes in the morning, runs in and out of everybody's office a hundred times, knows where everybody sits, knows who's going to hug him. And um, also, what I think is particularly fun is that he... Um, Rabbi Sugarman once told me that um, he brought his dog to work. So I said, uh, you know, all right, I guess we can bring our dogs to work. And uh, it was just nothing I had ever thought of before. But he is just a crowd pleaser. Like everybody loves to see him, loves to hang out with him. And he just brings a lot of joy. So that's where he is. So are we going to start implementing Bring Your Pet to Work Day? That's a good question. Um, You know, my sister is a... um, uh, does HR for for a company, and they bring puppies as as a um, you know like staff development like you know like like have a like yeah like everyone come to this room and all the puppies are there and you can just like leave your desk and go pet the puppies. That would be so cute to yeah. partner with like a um, animal shelter. Yeah, to do that. <laughs> so I would like to do that one day, but yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. Now that means I need to go out. And- a puppy right <laughs> exactly exactly well they bring them so you just have to show up yeah so you have another dog we have another dog um uh who is um only eight pounds Aww. she's tiny you know you could practically step on her and uh 
I, I convinced the rest of the family that Ollie needed someone to play with. And <laughs> so you did the convincing I did all, the kids. I did all the they were they were in on it. We you know we had to get Karen in on it, and she was against it forever, and finally conceded. And now we of course can't imagine without. Well, now I am holding Ollie. Yes, it's so nice. So did Ollie ever have a bark mitzvah? No, I'm not a big fan of uh, assigning human-like things to animals. Uh, I, I do I do like a pet blessing, by the way. I okay. do, like I think there's a difference between saying like let's all come and celebrate our pets and have a blessing versus let's have a Jewish human life cycle event for pets. Oh, there's no bark mitzvah. So sorry, he okay. never did so, that. So um, so that also means probably like you don't put like. I don't know what what, is, what would the Jewish equivalent of like reindeer ears be? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, they do. They, you know, do they get human food? They they are in a Jewish household and therefore have all kinds of argyle sweaters and fun things That's like that. Cool. But do they eat cake? Does they like they like cake. I have uh, so many questions. Yes, they do make you know they make like dog bone like fun treats that are made out of food that are okay for dogs. Mm-hmm. Who knew this whole industry existed? (laughs) You know, I feel like I'm learning lots of things. So I went on my first cruise recently. Yeah. Which I feel as a Jewish woman, probably I was supposed to do before now. Fascinating. Have you ever done a cruise? Oh, yeah. I've done about, I would say about five or six. So this one was like a cruise to nowhere. I went to Cozumel and back. It was with two friends for a friend's 40th birthday that happened three years ago in the height of COVID. Um, I had no idea that there's such an industry of matching T-shirts. Oh, there's everything. There's uh, matching door signs, matching, matching t-shirts, signs, match- t-shirts, food all the time. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of dessert, but not good dessert. The no sugar added section was was alive and well, which <laughs> makes me wonder. <laughs> did you did you did you follow my strong recommendation of getting the uh, unlimited? espresso package i did not because everyone in the room has to buy the same package and i'm the only one who would partake so instead i do have it's like three a day right like it's a crazy number it would have to be but they do have an unlimited drink package and one of my friends is like no that's that would be a lot to drink and it's true um you'd have to do like six drinks in a day yeah and and I think everyone will be, be, be pleased to know that's not what I did. Yeah. Your dog is currently sleeping on my lap. Yes. Because I'm amazing. Uh, you're, you're doing great with him. I know. I'm not taking him home and I'm not picking up his poop. If you... <laughs> Just... So we have been on hiatus for a couple of weeks, but I wanted to do a few quizzes in honor of the new year. Um, because... I'm just curious if you can remember any of, um, I was looking up like top Jewish stories of 2022, which by the way, are all pretty terrible because they're all anti-Semitism. But did you know, um, can you name at least two Jews who were nominated for Emmys in 2022? Emmys is the movie one or the show, the the, the musicals? No. Like TV. TV shows, uh, um, probably not because I don't think I've seen anything. Okay, so the marvelous Mrs. Maisel got yeah. nominations, but Mrs. Maisel's not Jewish, you know. Right, but but I have seen her and she is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, but does not quite count. Um, so we have Jen, uh, let's see, Julia Garner. Did you know that she? Is Jewish? I did. I, I did know that, but I don't. I don't. Know. Is that what show she's nominated for? Oh, that I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then Seth Rogen. But he played a sex tape leaker on Hulu's tabloid biography, Pam and Tommy. So I can't say I could acknowledge his performance. No. Okay. And from Ted Lasso, Brett Goldstein. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do love that he's the one who's who's Jewish. Wait, everybody loves that show. I know. I know. And uh, Jon Stewart, Seth Meyers got a nomination as well. You know, famous Jews. Are you looking on a web, like Jewish people who won Emmys.com? Yes. Okay. Now here's another one. 18 notable Jews who died in 2022. These are our famous people from. Yeah. So uh, we had a lot of people. We had a lot of people. This is a category you could do very well. Um, Jews who died. Okay, I think of where to start. Let's do it in categories. Um, um, Would you like a hint? Yeah, give me some hints. Seinfeld. Leslie. Oh, no. Uh, uh, Stiller. Yes, so Jerry Stiller and um, Estelle. Uh, oh yeah, Getty, Getty. Uh, Harris, yeah. And then we also had Mayor Sam Massell from Atlanta actually made this list of notable Jews oh. in the Jewish Telegraph Agency. That's amazing, isn't it? Um, he was he was a great guy. Okay, um, another hint: Full House. Oh right, uh, Danny Tanner. <laughs> yes and yes. Did you know I was horrified when, as an adult, I watched Bob Saget's comedy and discovered that Danny Tanner and Bob Saget are not the same person? No, at all? one is Mr. Goody Goody and one is Filthy. I was horrified, <laughs> horrified. Yeah. And then one of them that I forgot but was really glad to. Oh, and then we have Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Of course. Um, and then we have. Um, not, not everyone's cup of tea, but I did think he was funny. Uh, Madeline Albright. Yeah. Yeah, Powerhouse. So there we go. Um, now, I did find there was um, top Jewish books, but I really don't think we're going to do well with that. Um, so yeah, five significant stories affecting the Jewish people in 2022. Uh, the uh, Ukraine. Uh-huh. By a long shot. Um, and it's some anti-Semitism. Hollyville and anti-Semitism, Hall- yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Abraham Accords. Oh, my goodness, of course. Continue. Right. I mean, right. Which are, you know, I just have to stop and say, having just come back from Morocco, how incredible it is to be in Morocco during the time of, you know, the Abraham Accords. I, I mean, that, that feels like it's now a couple years old. But Yeah. Have you hung your mezuzah from Morocco yet? No. Okay. Um, your dog is purring right now, like vibrating. Is that normal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't hear it, but I feel it. That's just affection. <laughs> I feel so how about, how about how about Rabbi Hangs Mezuzah at the Naval Observatory? Did that come up on your little um, list? Was that last year or was it the year before? I don't remember. I mean, that's how you scored an invite to the Naval Observatory's yeah. Hanukkah party. <laughs> As we continue on our episode of um, fun things that have happened at the temple, I was in New Orleans with all three of your children. I uh, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had seventy. Eighth and ninth graders, along with some Gesher peer leaders, 11th and 12th graders. And we took them to New Orleans and we did a service project and we had Shabbat services and we saw the Museum for the Southern Jewish Experience, which was pretty great. Fun fact, one of our Gesher leaders in 11th grade saw her picture from when she was at Camp Coleman, maybe in like fifth grade, up on the wall 
That's of, fun. of the museum. And several people knew people they saw. So I, I have to say I highly recommend it. And while I was there, you were here for MLK Shabbat. I was. Uh, and it was fun. We, we missed all of you guys. But, you know, my kids were so happy to go on the trip. And, and they had a couple of reactions. One was they said, you know, the grownups are just as much fun as the kids, which, which I think is a huge compliment to you all. Considering that I taught your son how to play euchre. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And also when he tried to... I'm not gonna say he mansplained my my uh, blackjack skills, but he did suggest that something I did was against the odds, and I told him if ever, if the odds always worked, people, people would be would rich. Never, right, right. <laughs> well, that's good. Okay, give him a little lesson there for sure. And then, of course, they were they just couldn't believe this whole beignet thing. They're like. What is all the fuss? The, the donuts at QT are much better. No, beignets at Cafe Dumont. Like, <laughs> That's what they this, said. This is horrifying to me because beignets are actually the only food I'm excited to eat in New Orleans. They said it's just like they're like literally a glazed donut at Dunkin' is better. No, no. Marshree and I are both rethinking that. I've never had beignets, but I don't like glazed donuts. Yeah. It's too much sugar. So like yeah. beignets yeah, are basically a fried piece of dough covered in powdered sugar. And I will say that watching people who've never eaten them before, and, and I mean, it looks like a bomb of powdered sugar just explodes everywhere. It was fascinating. So I, I liked having your kids on the trip until I heard that. You know, that does make me question things. But it's also a great opportunity for our kids to learn how to use power tools. They had to build a fence. Um, I don't know how I feel about um, ninth graders with nail guns, but we survived it. That's Sounds a little terrifying. scary. I'm, it was actually, especially since I was holding up the pieces of wood as the child. My like, kids use a nail gun. No, you're brave. I, I, don't, see I don't know what your um, Noah helped with gardening. Matan was organizing a group, and I think Lior helped with like smashing concrete. That um, sounds fun. There was definitely a group of kids that were given sledgehammers and told to just go and make big concrete things oh, into smaller concrete that. things. <laughs> Everyone has a job to do when it comes to that. But MLK here, we smashed all attendance records, right? Yeah, especially, well, both. I mean, in person was full house up and down. I don't know about every seat, but full house up more, and down. More than Yom Kippur. And then, and then on, on, uh, on camera, we had something like six, yeah, 600 screens. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It's very, very exciting. And um, now Senator Warnock can go off to work knowing that he made our community very happy. Yeah. And then Joe Biden was at Ebenezer. My husband went and enjoyed it. Um, my kids actually thought it was cool to, to they, see him. But I saw a picture. They were cute. They were cute. They but. they dressed up and they went. And All right, Ollie, what are you going to do? You going to jump on the table? Is this what having a dog is like? You just watch them? And their indecision? Yes. Well, he's trying to jump down. Okay. Well, off you go. You have to, like, give him a little push. He needs a little, <laughs> a little encouragement. Here you go. Go down. What? He was like, this I don't think he's unstable. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we're watching this dog question. Oh, yeah. There we go. Ollie has his own seat. Yes. And you get to go party with the congregational rabbis, presidents, and executive directors. Does that not sound like a party? I think I win. You should take Ollie. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Um, but isn't that an annual thing? Every other year. Okay. Every other year, like the, the, the reform movement's 20 or 30 largest rabbis, executive directors, and presidents meet at an airport Hilton somewhere. 
So what's the vibe of that? Is it like we're cooler than you are or is it kind of, oh, my God, this is the one time that I'm going to be able to catch my breath and and not get calls from congregants? Well, you know, I think I think that it's fun. I, I enjoy watching the presidents because the, the rabbis and executive directors have done it 100 times. They all know each other. But the presidents are always new mm. and they kind of like enjoy uh, meeting each other and networking. And so it's, it's fun to watch it from the president's lens. Well, perhaps you'll do an interview with Lewis. And it's Mark Jacobson's last uh, large congregations meeting. So maybe he'll get another yes. kid. Well, uh, he, does, he, doesn't, he doesn't know it yet, but uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing a surprise tribute for him. Ah. And uh, yeah, we'll give him the uh, a voucher to come anytime he wants to the Dallas uh, airport uh, Hilton. I'm sure he will use that soon and often. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember the time that he got honored and we had to make a video to surprise him. And that's when we got him on record saying, watch out for bad people doing bad things. Exactly. So awesome. Well, I think we've caught up enough. And soon we're also going to have Phyllis Kazarski, our temple member and infectious disease expert, coming and talking about COVID and pandemics. And Marshree, I heard you're uh, getting questions for us. Right. If they are half as honest and direct as they were in New Orleans, I think we'll have a good time. I'm going to, you know, appeal to their sense of, you know, complete autonomy. So <laughs> I thought about doing, um, having them send in like fix ops where they use a voice changer. So, oh, that would be amazing. I've never actually really watched a TikTok, but I, I just... That'll be great because it might be yours. Yeah. (laughs) God, no. That's amazing. All right. Well, this has been another episode of The Podcast from The Temple. Where we inspire lives. And transform our world. Come here, Ollie.